You're listening to the We Talk Nerd Podcast, a podcast about gaming, movies, and everything nerd. I'm your host, Brandon. I'm Jared. I'm Andrew. And we missed last week due to Thanksgiving, but we're back this week. Um, so I guess we're going to start out with talking to Jared. What do you, what have you been playing, Jared? Oh, uh, well, as most people know, um, World of Warcraft, the uh, new raid finally dropped this this past Tuesday, and Taurus, the Burning Throne. Um, it's got 11 bosses, you know, it's the big finale of Legion, uh, so to speak, with, you know, Argus, the Unmaker, being the final boss, which is, you know, a, a titan that's made of the planet. So, um, not gonna spoil anything, but the, uh, post-fight scene for the raid is amazing it's like three minutes long yeah yeah it is a three minute cinematic and i think it's one of my favorite out of like final boss cutscenes. like it's it's pretty epic yeah i think it's really epic as well because like archimon just made me mad because like gul'dan got away like (laughs) uh, really next expansion i gotta deal with you again but but i think People will enjoy this uh, this cutscene. I I mean, you can be like me and just go watch it on YouTube, or you can you know wait until you kill it and then watch it then. But I mean, I don't have anything against that. I know, but since I'm not as big into progression for the rest of the expansion, thought I would just go ahead and watch it because I kind of knew what that what was going to happen. I mean, already. if you knew anything about the next expansion, you knew, well, you know a little about it. Yeah, and I mean, I knew like the specifics because I looked into data mining and read dialogue from the cutscene before, like, Antorus even mm-hmm. had a release date. So, yeah, I, I knew what was going to happen, and I like, even spoiled it myself. And I just watched the whole entire raid do it on stream, and then yeah. watched it. Uh huh. It looked all of it looked fun, all of very, it. Yeah. It's very epic. It's probably, <laughs> I was about to like I was about to already hit that resubscribe button. I was like, oh man, it's probably the grandest moment it. in WoW so far. It's really grand. It's grand. Yeah, grand scale for sure. Yeah, and uh, so and they also did a lot of changes with uh, dungeons in general. Uh, now heroic dungeons drop. 845 or no sorry 865 plus gear for a heroic dungeon that's like higher than i think emerald nightmare i think that's about trial of valor level if i'm thinking off the top of my head Mm -hmm. and then just baseline mythic dungeons drop 885 plus gear and um so now when you do it used to be you know, all through TOS that doing a plus 10 dungeon was how you got the maximum loot from your Tuesday cash with it being uh, you getting a guaranteed 930 plus piece of gear. And obviously those caches have a really high chance to Titan Forge. Well, they this time around, they decided not to make them harder, but instead make it so that higher keys give you greater reward on Tuesdays and also throughout the week while you do them. 
So now it scales up to doing a plus 15 gives you 955 plus loot in your Tuesday cash. And when you complete a 15 in the chest at the end, the baseline gear in that chest scales off of 930 plus. So a lot more rewards, a lot more AP because we're almost at the cap of AP. This week is 54 artifact knowledge. And next week will be the cap at 55. And it's something ridiculous amount. Like world quests are given like 1.9 billion artifact power minimum nowadays. Uh, killing a dungeon boss gives a million or no, sorry, a billion. Yeah, it, it it's really easy to like if you wanted to get back into the game right now, it's super easy to catch up. Um, I know a lot of people were scared away by, you know, artifact power like eh, it's too grindy, it's too grindy. Well, if you played right now, you could pretty much catch up to the majority. And once you get 75 points in your weapon, like that's all you really need because that's all of your netherlight crucible traits unlocked and like i just hit 110 on my demon hunter and i've already got 66 points yeah i was about to say like that that scaling and all of that stuff just seems like they're wanting people to come back to this this level of rating oh yeah yeah and the the best thing they ever they ever have done is change it that everyone is on the same artifact knowledge you don't have to turn in you know, these work orders to get in and then wait five days. You log on as soon as you hit 110. If You're you already. Hit, yep. If you hit 110 right now, you would have Artifact Knowledge 54. You would do one world quest and have like 55 points in your weapon. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Um. But other than that, you know, the guild, uh, uh, if you haven't heard, the Batman Pajamas on Sargeras Alliance. Uh, we've started doing Mythic Pluses uh, to get gear. A lot of us are from the Horde uh, from most of this expansion. And we've just been leveling characters, gearing them up, and we're eventually going to get into doing Antorus just casually and gearing up a bunch of tunes, uh, uh, mostly to make leveling in Battle for Azeroth easier, but at the same time, you know, having a good time doing the content and everything like that. So, um, if you're in the disc in the Pixel Pub Discord, just message me TBMJ Blaze, um, and we can get you an invite. Yeah, I saw a lot more people playing World of Warcraft than I like originally saw from two weeks ago. So I think it'd be be good to grow that grow that guild and get into Battle for Azeroth on the right foot. Oh yeah. Um, besides WoW, uh, haven't actually played uh, two things. So um, <laughs> I got my Xbox One X plug because I bought a 4K. Uh, for Black Friday. Actually, it was, it was Thanksgiving. It, Walmart had a sale at 6 p.m. on Thanksgiving. It was kind of weird. Never heard of it, but... They do that every year now. Yeah, it got a 55-inch TV for 298 What? Yeah, 4K. It's a Sharp, and you know it's got all the apps and stuff. 
Very um, nice, very nice. But so I got all my uh, consoles hooked up to it, and so I plan on playing uh, Assassin's Creed Origins on it for on my Xbox One first because uh, I heard it looks amazing. It's one of, it's one mm-hmm. of those games that mm-hmm. they uh, they made sure to make the most out of the 4K. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really excited about it because I ha- I haven't played it at all. I bought it like two weeks ago. Um, <laughs> I'm I've been actually this last these last two weeks like just stuck in it playing a lot of it. It's yeah, really fun. And, yeah, and you you said it was kind of like a a Witcher light yeah, game. It's, it's Witcher light. Combat's yeah. not as good. The story's not as good. But in this you know sense of how large the world is, it's a little bit larger than The Witcher. So it's pretty cool. And then other than that, um, also haven't played uh, D&D recently, but they did come out with a new expansion for 5th edition. Uh, it's called Xanthar's Guide to Everything. Uh, it's a book specifically about, you know, new class options, you know, ba- balancing stuff maybe. Uh, maybe I, I really haven't read into the Warlock but class uh that they added stuff to it but hopefully it makes it a good standalone you know solo class to play as but you can find the pdf fairly easily um if you're into that kind of thing i did so <laughs> oh no honestly i want to hear more about D. like maybe we do that in another podcast but i oh, always yeah. love to talk about that stuff oh yeah and, and i love it and one thing's one thing that i, I would like for the community is have like because there's so many people in the community, I'm sure you know there's D and D players in here, but yeah, but we we all know each other, and if you know you can get something going where you know you just have a bunch of random people that you're playing D and D with that you don't even know, and it it be like an actual adventure. You meet random people on your adventure that you don't know, and yeah, know. more the meta game. You're like actually playing with people you don't know, and then you don't know what decisions they're gonna make that change the game. Yeah, have a bunch of small yeah. games and have a big crossover like the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think that would be interesting to play D and D with a bunch of people that you don't know, and you know, kind of, you know, get your full immersion in there. <laughs> um, yeah, cool, awesome. Yeah, so that's really all I've been playing. But um, I got, I got news. If you want to just hold off on that. Yeah, uh, Andrew, how about you? What have you been? Oh, well, I don't know. I'm asking. You've been playing Destiny too, I'm sure. There's there's a lot of that, of course. But I actually, I've been playing a lot of Mario Plus Rabbits. Oh yeah, because I got I got that for thirty bucks on Black Friday. It's a good deal. So really, what happened was that the online Walmart said it was thirty dollars, but in the store it said sixty. So I just they just price match on online. Got it for thirty. Huh. Nice, amazing been playing that a lot i love it honestly it's it's, it's a like fun game it's a great great fun game mechanic wise i love the mechanics jumping on people and like hitting them and then running mm-hmm. running through them those are all new new sort of uh, things for the strategy rpg uh challenges are pretty difficult as well there's some fun story elements and i'm only in the second section although i've have been kind ever... of farming the, the first section have you ever played uh, xcom Oh yeah, I played both yeah. XCOM. Yeah, it's just it's just like that except fun. And it's a, it's a fun, fun light version of that. Yeah, yeah, just I love it on the Switch mm-hmm. too. So so much fun. 
Mario Odyssey I've been playing a little of. I got to mm. the Food Kingdom. I'm, which is I'm just... behind you on that one now. <laughs> it's it's just fun, goofy, and uh, it's just now are you like and... are you like blazing through the worlds, like getting enough to go to the yeah. next one? I'm actually I'm I'm not blazing through it. I whatever I can find like in in sight, I will go get, but not uh-huh. the hidden hidden ones. Um, it's such a, such a good game, such a good game. I, kinda, I love my like, I kind of like want to get as many moons as possible before they go next place. So I'm like looking for <laughs> yeah. secrets and stuff. So I'm I'm a little bit behind. I mean, you're going for that. I'm just really yeah. trying to experience. But everyone plays it differently, and there's right. a ton of moons, and I'm really enjoying that. Uh, and then there's this more Destiny 2 stuff. I've been playing a lot of Destiny 2. I hit 305 in all my characters. Nice. So that. Nice. I'm, uh, I'm still 304 and on <laughs> one character. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm right there with you. Stupid legs. 299 forever. I need some, I need some hands. <laughs> The gear grind's real. Yeah. Almost there, though. And then as soon as I get it, another thing will come out and the item level will go up and then I'll just be sad. Yep. So that's the MMO cycle-ish. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, I've, you know, I've been playing uh, Destiny once a week, at least. Um, a lot of Assassin's Creed, like I said. And then I play a couple of rounds of Battlefront 2 because... It's like a drug you can't quit, no matter how bad it is. <laughs> when you're, it's kind of like a high. What an analogy! What an analogy! Like so, okay, it's yeah. it's, so it's, it's a nice game, but like you get in there, and then lately there's been a lot of rubber banding, and it's oh no, makes you so mad. Oh no, but... he, he is a rager. <laughs> okay, so you're saying like these are all dedicated servers. I don't. I don't. I'm not sure how. I'm not sure if EA has dedicated servers or if it's oh, uh, no. somebody hosting. But all right. look, like all the Galactic Assaults have had rubber band issues. So like you'll be rocking through a doorway, then you'll snap back thirty feet, and you have to walk through it again. And if you're lucky, you might not snap back again. It's just. And that's the most fun part of the game, the Galactic stuff, right? Yeah, in my opinion, it's the funnest part. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I played it in beta, and that. It was really fun. I, which on PC, so I, I don't know if I can still do it with a controller, but only game I can fly in. It's ba- fun. Battlefield always crash jets instantly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's still a lot of stuff going on with it. Uh, Hawaii legislator actually is uh, saying there's a predatory practice targeting children to get into gambling. So there's got that going on. Um, over in Europe, Belgium. The head of justice in Belgium mm-hmm. is saying they need to ban loot boxes, period, in all games in Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was just from last week. This week, uh, EA's actually came out and said that, yeah, they've took out the, the, you can't buy crates right now. You're not allowed to spend real world money right now. You can only buy it with the credits you earn in game. Um, but they said that they're going to implement it back at a later date, and they still want microtransactions in the game. Well, of course they do. <laughs> oh, I guess I—I uh, I don't know. Maybe it's a lost cause. But I feel like if they really wanted it, they can do cosmetics and just leave it progression out of it. But maybe there's the game's a, lost cause. There's been a lot of just bad news around EA and that stuff that even affects the only even affect Destiny, which I'll get later into. But I did want to mention yeah. that like last last uh, well, two weeks ago on our last podcast. Mm-hmm. 
EA reaction, there's EA reaction to the refund button story where it was there was a refund button and that was completely untrue. From Apparently I, from it was like yeah. once the game uh once it's like off pre order or something, you had to like it's always been that way or something, I guess. Well basically the refund there was a story about the refund button there what the that, that actually never existed. So the refund button story was that uh it at some point in time they disabled it because there was so many people refunding but there was never a refund button on origin um so that's kind of what i was saying it's sort of a correction well i think it was that you could i think if it was a pre-order you could quote unquote refund your pre-order before release and then after release there wasn't a refund button and people thought they got rid of the button okay but what it was was that after the pre-order had came out but there was also another yeah. story where like other people were jumping on this bad news bandwagon and saying like I'm a developer and I'm getting death threats, but in actuality that person was never a developer and people were just making up stories. Well, I think it was that mouth. he came, he said he was a developer, and then people started like harassing him, and he's like, "I was just kidding, I'm not actually a developer." He's not actually a developer, yeah. So I but mean, people were harassing him anyway. There's, there's a, a lot of stuff, stuff that's been happening, <laughs> um, yeah. And I can say that uh, it's it's like I say again, it's affecting Destiny too, um, which I can get into into later. Um, but do you have anything else on on Battle, Battlefield or yeah, Battlefield? we can just talk about Destiny, yeah, with their whole XP thing. Right. Okay. So what I've been saying is that recently there's been a lot of bad news around just bad in games in general, especially loot just boxes, microtransactions, micro, microtransactions, boxes. and Destiny Two has that in place only in for which, cosmetics yeah only for cosmetics nothing to deal with winning like no pay to win aspects of it but when Just you hit level pretty. 20 yeah when you hit level 20 you get xp the xp part of the xp bar fills up and then you get a bright engram that bright engram you can turn in and only get cosmetics out of it you can also spend real money to get silver and then you can just purchase bright engrams yourself but the idea is that Bungie was artificially making it harder for players that farmed a lot of XP really quickly, and they didn't tell the community about it. It just became it became a news like three weeks ago, and it happened on Reddit front page, and people were noticing oh. that, oh, I'm getting diminishing returns on my XP, and this seems a little ridiculous. Then, once when all of that... I can, I can see the time correlation between EA's thing and then people like outside news media streams started focusing on big games like Destiny, and they, they found the article, and they said, oh, wow, this is something happening in Bungie as well. Let's, let's grab that source. And then now Destiny and Bungie got hit really hard with the like overwhelming response, negative response to this XP thing because you know it makes Bungie just look um, just bad in general, right? So Bungie had to come up with a statement and apologize, and they had to change the system temporarily, at least turn it off. But it essentially just doubles the XP amounts to get a bright engram. Um, which in just coming from me, I can say I play a lot of Destiny 2. I did not notice any difference, and honestly, it only it only became like an an issue when I started reading it, and I wasn't even. I wasn't even mad about it because I was getting bright engrams and just getting my loot anyway, right? It doesn't like it, it could. They're just cosmetics anyway. They're not. They're not actual items. 
in-game um, like guns or anything that change the way I play the game. So, uh, in general, I mean, have you guys noticed anything? No, I mean, I didn't feel a difference in it. And yeah. So, I mean, you didn't feel I mean, feel a it difference. is, it would have probably not have been as bad as a blowback if people knew about it instead of keeping it a secret. Because, I mean, let's be honest, they probably did put that in there to kind of entice you if you wanted to get Bright Ingrams to kind of spend money to get them. Right, that's that's where they were coming from. But right, you... at the same time, it's not like Battlefront with progression. It's only cosmetic, so I don't feel as bad with it. To be honest, every week I have found myself playing it le- the game less and less. <laughs> I, yeah. um, couple weeks ago, I got on and did my milestones and then got off, and then did the raid, then got off last week and. Partially to do with uh, Thanksgiving, we didn't even raid at all, and I also did not do my milestones. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I, a lot of people are feeling the same so, way, but I I'm gonna attack that later uh, because there's just today they released something because not only did they have to answer to the overwhelming response about the community saying that you devs are not giving us the full information, they actually went above and beyond and said. We're going to give you this information about XP and we're going to give you information about what's to come because we don't want to be known as the people that don't tell you anything. So they released a, a huge blog about what's coming up to to address the situations that you just said, like people are only logging right. in to get their milestones done. There's not there's not a lot of end game and stuff. So um, what I do want to do, though, is go back to Destiny 2 um last week's stream or sorry two weeks ago stream curse of it? So, yeah it was it was about curse of osiris and it says new ways to play um and it was a bungee stream right their second bungee stream out of the three which the third one was canceled because of this blog post so we didn't get to talk about that and i want to briefly talk about that because it's a whole new expansion that's coming out and there's new stuff to do so december 5th new expansion there's going to be a new public event on the on Mercury. It's huge. I, they, they displayed it. Um, it's really complicated, actually. It seems like a very huge event. Like maybe like five, six. Um, the guardians have to like really interact with the large area that's happening. And then once once the public event is done, it provides two chests instead of one. But there's a meme about it, unfortunately, because they op- they opened it up and they're like, hey, look, these two chests, I got two tokens and a one blue out of two chests. And now it's a meme. <laughs> uh, and it, it actually became a shirt on Amazon and it says two oh, tokens wow. and one blue. And then there's tons of reviews of Destiny people and they're just hilarious, but it's basically a meme now okay so nice. moving on from that although the 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 public event did seem fun um infinite forest is another i guess way to experience uh mercury and a new way to do like adventures and such because infinite forest is a new dynamically built space that changes on every playthrough sort of like diablo if you go into like a rift right so you're going into this rift there's you know promise of loot at the very end and at every single like if they say it like it's a building block so you go into one block it's dynamically generated it's different it has different enemies then you go to the next one it could be different for the next playthrough but it's a different block right mm-hmm. different objectives 
and at the very end they they have they opened up the chest again and it generated like a blue item <laughs> so i mean it's just a it, there's just a bunch of memes there um but in general it, the the idea is that they're trying to figure out new ways for you to experience the game right um the lighthouse is a new social space from mercury looks very cool uh brother vance is a new npc uh there's heroic adventures now instead of like normal adventures they're heroic adventures and those can be solo or a team and they add modifiers to to them to make it more difficult and give you better rewards uh there's a big the big thing about the the forge and there's prophecies they're like basically like almost longer quests to get these really cool vex like vex uh, guns and it's the the order is basically you go to brother vance he gives you a quest you do the you do the events to get the materials you turn the materials in and then you get this pretty cool vex weapon that does something different um and then they're, they're going to be different different i think it's the rotation every week of three 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 of these quests and then uh there's two new strikes uh they'll be introduced to you inside the actual storyline missions so you can you're basically soloing the strikes first and then after the fact after you've got done the 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 playthrough of the storyline for christopher cyrus then you can play those those strikes as normal and they've never done that before i think it's gonna be really cool any thoughts huh. on that what a lot of cool stuff we'll see how it actually adds longevity so, to the game i'm sorry so when they're adding heroic strikes right they're, oh yeah they're adding a heroic playlist which i think we mentioned like the week, week right. before too Right. Um, so, but yeah, so. but the heroic adventures as well. So like basically new levels to the already oh, existing yeah. existing stuff that you see on the map. Just wanted to clarify. It's like that. A, yeah, it's like buffed up stuff. Yeah, buffed up stuff. They promised new loot and more better loot, but all we've seen is like blues. So hopefully they'll you know step <laughs> up their game on that. Um, but like again, I said that the most important thing out of any Bungie or Destiny 2 news is today that just came out like maybe an hour or two hours ago, which was a blog post replacing the Bungie stream that was going to happen today because they had to, they had to address the community or else the community was just going to get worse and worse, just like uh, Battlefront. You know, they didn't uh -huh. want that. So there is an article I posted it in our in our in our stuff right there. Uh, but I would say just everyone that's a Destiny 2 player, go and read this Bungie post, this article. If you're in the Pixel Pub Discord, it's, it's there. Um, if you're listening to the podcast and everything, it's just search Bungie. Um, just search Bungie. I'm sure that's on the on the main on the main news page. But I just want to go over a couple very important things that are just going to change the game. And they're slated. They give actually give a date on when it's going to happen. So, on December twelfth, the legendary weapons will drop or be upgraded to become masterworks versions of the legendary weapons. So, masterworks will basically have a few advantages over the baseline legendary weapon. Uh, number one will track and display the number of kills with that weapon. And then number two, generate orbs for you and your allies on multi-kills. And nice. then add a weapon stat bonus that will be ours, that is randomly selected 
from a small pool and are re-rollable. So it's basically an add-on to the gun, the guns you already love, but you can make it more powerful. And it's it's sort of that random re-roll to get the perfect get the perfect gun, right? Whatever whatever stats you want, right? So and it says, uh, what's what's up? So is it still gonna be yellow? <laughs> no, it's not. These are weird legendaries. We're talking about legendaries, not exotics. The oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are yeah. they are they gonna still be purple though? Yeah, they're gonna be purple with sort of like a like a golden tinge in the emblem gotcha. to, to make sure it's like masterworks. Yeah, and yeah. it says, "Good." No, sorry, I was just saying I'm used to legendary being the best. Still, you know, like <laughs> wow mentality. Yeah, the wow <laughs> mentality. Yeah, it's different. <laughs> so masterworks drops from any source. Legendary weapons uh, that are that. Are above 250 power um unwanted masterworks can be dismantled uh raids and trials of the nine weapons may have a very high chance to be masterworks as well so just think about that so if you if you not if you're if you don't have the guns already in the raid there there's a higher chance they can be masterworks if you go into the raid and then they said they have future plans to extend the masterworks system uh, for other gear, I assume armor, and then expose your weapon kill counts for more places. So I mean, this they're just gonna expand that, but it's it's sort of that pseudo, like I get to pick and choose randomly what I want in my favorite gun. So it kind of gives it a long more longevity to the game because you're gonna try to find your perfect guns that you like to use, and then want to masterworks them, right? Mm-hmm. And it, they gave a date on when that's going to happen. It says December 12th. So December 12th, uh, also Zer will have new stuff. Three coins are back from D1. Basically, they increase the chance of exotic loot drops. So you use them. They're consumable. You buy them with legendary shards, and then you have them as an item. And then once you once you go into, like let's say, a strike or a nightfall or something like that, you pop those before you go in. And then you get an increased chance of exotic, which from from Destiny One it was a very high chance. So I would say pop, get, buy those, pop them, and you're probably gonna get an exotic. Now the idea is that they that he also has something very unique is that you get to spend, you can spend a lot of legendary shards, like 97 legendary shards, for a guaranteed exotic that you don't have. Oh wow! Yeah. So if you if you if you just farm legendary shards, you you know you dismantle a lot of stuff. You have extra shards, and you know you don't you don't have this one exotic. You can roll for it out of the exotic pools that you don't have, and you can just eliminate and keep keep up buying those, which is pretty cool, in my opinion. We need that in WoW. Like, let me trade in like <laughs> for your legend. give me a legendary I don't have. Yeah. <laughs> um. Some other important things: Banshee will have more ways to obtain the mods you want. So a weekly rotation, uh, December fifth, armor ornaments like the like the current exotic weapon ornaments. You just kind of use them, and they're permanent. You unlock them; they're they're account wide, and they change the way your armor looks. Now, so I mean, is that only cool. for the exotic armor? Or no, is it that's for every okay. legendary armor set. Uh, not so, set, but like every legendary armor piece, as far as I know. So they only they only showed a couple pictures. Are there only going to be like certain one like this piece of gear can only change to look like this or 
that sort of thing, right? Is it is it going to be and is it going to be like class specific? They seem to be well. They seem to be class specific. Yeah. Okay. Unless unless they because they the, the wording was that it's unlocked account wide. Mm-hmm. But let's say, for instance, you go to New Monarchy, and New Mar- New Monarchy has this ornament for a headpiece, right? Does that mean like ornament headpiece for all three characters? Right. And yeah, and they're all different classes. I don't know. They they didn't really say. Okay. I I hope so. That'd be really nice because they caught because in the picture, if you look at the picture, it says like thirty per I think or something. So thirty legendary shards per ornament or per piece. I I forget. But it's it's just a new system, new way to really look different, look cool. I think that's going to be nice. Uh, that's going to drop on December 5th, right when the expansion comes out. So these are a few bigger things that are happening in the Destiny 2 world, but there's more, and there's a lot more in that article. So that's why I'm just going to cover just the baseline stuff that I think is pretty important. But there's a lot more important things in that, in that blog, so go read it. If you like Destiny 2 and you're excited about what's happening, Read it, right? Yeah, cool, cool, sounds cool. good. Um, I actually forgot a lot about Battlefront news, so I'm gonna share that now. I just remembered. Um, speaking of the fifth, um, that is when season one for Battlefront two starts. Um, and it's the Last Jedi season. But uh, on that day, you pick a you pick the resistance of the first order, and they'll have like challenges you go through and do, and you get points for your, your side, whatever one side you pick. So like during that week, they'll have different uh, challenges, they'll have different playlists to play, and then on the thirteenth, which is the second week of the season, they'll have uh, two new characters, Finn and Pla- uh, Phasma from the movies, uh, a new map for Galactic Assault, a new map for. Uh, starfighter assault they'll have a new starfighter uh, i think it's a hero starfighter from the new movie um hmm. they'll have a new single player uh campaign mission i don't know if it's a mission or a set of missions but no uh, more single player stuff um and then more challenges more playlists and they'll do that for four weeks and then on the fourth week it's the holiday weekend with christmas and everything so they'll have like holiday themed stuff going on so a lot of stuff going on there, but all that is free, by the way. All the new maps, new characters, the single player DLC, all that stuff. Except pay for your soul. Except you got to pay for your uh, <laughs> yeah. progression. But yeah, all that, all that stuff's free anyway. So, so I thought that was some some hey, cool stuff. I'm excited about the single player because the single player is solid in that game. I'll be honest, I'm still waiting for it to go down like thirty bucks, maybe, and I'll, right? I'll solid. grab it. Yeah, it needs to go on sale. It needs to go on sale. I agree. They need that for PR. <laughs> yeah I, it would help a lot yeah but uh yeah i'm looking forward to that it'd be cool but that's a little uh star wars stuff i forgot to talk about so what is what is up with this blue hole mmo yeah i didn't read a whole lot about it but blue hole is coming out with an mmo and it's going to be uh steampunk themed and oh. like steampunk thing, there's gonna be like ships and like uh, flying ships and stuff, but also like dragons and thing. You know your typical steampunk thing. I don't Are know a whole gonna... lot about it. But... I don't know. Are they gonna try to outdo? Was it who was it? Is it Bioware's new one? Is steampunk or is uh, it Bethesda's? Uh, no, but either someone was doing a steampunk MMO or something. Uh, I don't know about MMO, but I know CD Projekt Red's working on a Witcher. Oh, that's that's steampunk. Thing. That might have been it. That might have yeah. been it. Yeah. Uh, what, no, that's what, what that's single that? player. What's it called? 
Which one? No, what you just said. The CD oh, Project the one? CD Project Red. Uh, it's going to be oh, called. Okay. Uh, I forget. It's a. It's a like I think it's a year, like a number. I forget what it's called. Oh, okay. But that was the idea. It was it was one of those big RPG yeah. ones that were d- doing something steampunk. And if yeah. Blue Hole can like get it before them, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. People are them. like kind of iffy about it because they they're like not done with battlegrounds yet, and they're already working <laughs> yeah, on the game. True. So, yeah. so is this going to be early access game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no tell. Guaranteed, guaranteed. I mean, um, worked first time. Some, yeah, but some things not in early access. Uh, some things that came out this week. Uh, we had Animal Crossing Mobile come out. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have played it, but I've played it a lot on my phone. Um, yeah, I'm a big nope. Animal Crossing fan. Um, so it's Animal Crossing Light. Uh, you can do most of the stuff you can in the regular games, but in a different fashion, and it's built uh, built around microtransactions in a way. I mean, it's a mobile game. But how is it? But if you, it's fun. I mean, it's really fun. You know, you still have to go fish. You still have to catch bugs. You still have to like get uh. Uh, fruit off tree and stuff and talk to the main thing is to talk to like try to get I don't want to call them animals because technically they're not animals I guess but try to get all the your fellow campers to come to your camp and you have to like do missions or I guess call them missions or I think they're called requests in the game but you do that over and over again to raise their friendly le- friendliness level up with you and then you get rewarded with money and stuff and then you have to craft furniture and because they like certain furniture and they don't want to come to your camp unless you have their favorite furniture out. Yeah, that sounds like the Animal Crossing I know, <laughs> definitely. Right? And it, I mean, honestly, that that, yeah. that that goes for the people that love the Sims, that love the um, like the Stardew Valleys and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, you you have a camper that you get to upgrade and like decorate the camper as long as the campgrounds and it costs some money to upgrade your camper and you go in debt and you have to pay your debt off. And as soon as you pay your debt off, you go and upgrade your camper again, just like the games were the house, but now it's a camper, man. Debt. This is getting life. It's too real. It's life. Sim. They just make it. They just make it. They just put a skin on it and call it and call it animal crossing. And it's okay. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, also out Skyrim VR. It's out on the, the PlayStation VR. So, it might be on PC as well. I haven't really checked. I know there's a big bundle going out on Black Friday for Skyrim. I didn't so if you, see any if you really love Skyrim and you can't get enough of that good old Skyrim that's been out for five years now, <laughs> you can play it on VR finally. Uh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, let's see. I think I think it'll be it for game stuff. Um. No, ukulele is finally coming to the Switch on December fourteenth. So if you've been so holding well out, on, uh... it did not do well on other platforms. Yeah. So it I, I kind of read it. It it the game is made for the Nintendo fan base, and it didn't come out on Nintendo when it was first released. So mm-hmm. half of their fan base wasn't there at launch. Yeah. And then Mario came out. And I'm guarantee Mario's going to be a better platformer. So they kind of lost their steam. They should have already put it on Switch. It's kind of they might lower the price. They might. I might give it a shot because I really like Banjo and Kazooie. Oh yeah. Um, and this is made by the same people, so one would think it would be as good. But we'll see. 
but yeah, that's coming out December 14th, so looking forward to that. Cool, cool. Um, yeah, it looks like, Jared, you got a lot of stuff here for, uh, so, what is this? N-A-L-S-S-E-S? Uh, oh, yeah, so League of Legends. Um, so That game. Yeah, that game. That game. <laughs> hey, so it. I mean, it's kind of old news, but um, so Le- League of Legends has gone into a new model um, of how their teams work. It used to be they used to have relegations. Well, if you're not familiar with the relegations, it's at any point your team could not be in the league if you get beat out. Like if you're the worst team you could potentially get beat out by a championship series team and lose your spot in the NALCS. Well, mm-hmm. now they run the NALCS as if it's like any other sports league where there's playoff. There's team owners and like so they have 10 teams and so some teams didn't make I can't think of teams off the top of my head that were teams that they just weren't popular enough and they didn't have enough money so they are no longer part of the NALCS but even like like the Cleveland Cavaliers own a League of Legends team now um so um the teams now are 100 Thieves, which is new. Um, Cloud9, nothing new there. Uh, Clutch Gaming, Counter Logic Gaming, or CLG. Uh, Echo Fox, FlyQuest, Golden Guardians, Team Liquid, Optic Gaming, and of course, Team Solo Mid. Um, so so the, the season starts, I believe, the spring split starts in uh january 19th 2018 and all the games are going to be played in la i believe but um i think it's really interesting that they've swapped up their whole it's kind of like swapping up your business model altogether. whereas like now it's going to be harder for new teams to come in and these 10 teams are guaranteed to stick around pretty much more or less. Um, It's like these 10 teams, it's just like the equivalent to the NFL, except for obviously a whole lot smaller. Um, So obviously, like I said, it's all, it's kind of old news. You know, this, this was announced a while back, but uh, never could fit it in or whatever in the podcast. But I just wanted kind of mention it a little bit because I'm excited for the new season um, not only for you know the pro play but the you know me play where I'm not as good and I think I am and then I just get salty <laughs> and uh, yell at people and, then... and it's just <laughs> but it's also it's also just another thing that this is that esports is becoming more mainstream yes you know and the more the more publicity more publicity it gets the more popularity it gets and the more hype it gets even on like twitch and stuff Mm -hmm. and it's just gonna get better and better for gamers to be more uh, interactive with 
you know, like outside stuff, like actually going out and seeing a game in a stadium, seeing your team play. That'd be good. Yeah. I mean, it's like Overwatch. It, I mean, it's blowing up as well. Like, you know, they have the Overwatch League and, you know, there's a team in Shanghai and, <laughs> you know, they, they oh, play. Yeah. We talk, might they, talk about that next podcast, but all the official uh, Overwatch League teams have been out right. now. And, um, yeah, just esports as a whole. Like, I mean, if it was all on TV now, I think it would have better ratings than the NFL. Because, like, you know, you can you can see some esports. I've I've saw some esports on yeah, but ESPN every now and then. It's not like you can turn on the TV and it's not regular occurrence. There, yeah. I mean, it's the kind of thing where you know you turn on your TV, go to Sports Center, you're gonna see stuff about. You know NFL, NBA, like why LeBron got ejected last night. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I'm watching a uh, Sports Center and they have uh, the uh, top ten, and it's got some esports top ten plays, <laughs> right? See, like <laughs> that's when where, you know when we made it. Where, where's the, uh, where's the esports center? That's what we need. Exactly. I mean, they have esports notifications on the app and stuff, but like, yeah, like you're saying, like you turn in this. I want to, I want to tune in the sports center and all the top ten plays of the day or the week or whatever. I want to see. I want to see someone getting a triple. Let it, let it blow up a little more, and I guarantee you, if they put it on TV with NFL ratings, like all, all they ever talk about with the NFL is ratings are down. Ratings are down. Blah blah blah, but mostly because it's probably a lot of political stuff. But like overall, I think esports would do better on TV right now than some normal sports. Agreed. Thank you, Rod. I know we need an Olympic team. That's what we need. <laughs> Olympic uh, esports. But other than that news, I uh, just thought it was pretty cool because I saw. That there's a new HDMI spec sheet um, that this new HDMI cable could support 10K at 120 hertz. Um, but it's strong HDMI cable. Yeah, it, but it's obviously not going to be out. Going to be out for a while. Not not going to be a thing uh, because I mean, uh, who needs I mean, that? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. But, but we can do it. <laughs> we can do it. I we mean, have the technology. Apparently there are 8K TVs now, but like yeah, obviously yeah. not consumer based, not 8K consumer, TVs. consumer levels, yeah, yeah. So you know, but uh, I'm gonna jump into some movies and TV stuff really fast before we do 20 questions as uh, per usual. I w- I went saw Justice League the weekend it premiered. I would say it's a seven out of ten. I say that because. They made it more like a Marvel movie, but not in a good way. Not in a good way. Not in a good way. Um, it's unnecessary, like humorous. They try to make moments humorous when it's unnecessary. It's not um, cringe, though, right? Or uh, sometimes almost cringe. Oh no! <laughs> sometimes you're like, oh no, stop. I always, I always uh, like the DC universe because they're a little bit darker than the Marvel universe. Right, and this movie wasn't that like they kind of took that darkness out of it, and it's like that was their. I think, in my opinion, that's what gives DC their own special thing is their kind of darkness to the universe. But that's not, and it's not really there. Um, 
there's nothing wrong with I think I think the actors in these movies are great. They pick the perfect people to play their part. Um, it's just that the I don't know if it's the writing or if it's the directing or if this is what Warner Brothers wants to do, but they're I don't know. They can't really find a good groove. They had something good with Wonder Woman, and it just didn't translate to Justice League. Um, Seven out of ten is not bad though. It's not a bad movie. It's I mean it's it's a good it's movie. Entertaining. It's just yeah. it's entertaining. It's just not it's not Wonder Woman. So don't don't expect to see Wonder Woman again. I mean, you will see her in the movie, but it's not like you're not going to get that quality of movie. <laughs> yeah, I think Wonder the the Wonder Woman movie is great. Oh, I I agree. Like this, I think that's what they got going for them right now, and I think they need to. I don't know if they need to make the director of Wonder Woman. I don't know if they need to make her direct all the rest of their movies or what, but she did something <laughs> right that no one else is doing out here. I think they just need to give her more. You know? Maybe they need to get Christopher Nolan back and do like the dark, start shooting like the Dark Knight again. <laughs> I think he's going for more artistic stuff, not not make, superhero make, movies. I don't know. Make 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 me some artistic superhero movies. That's what the Dark yeah, Knight was. Maybe maybe that's what it needs. Yeah, maybe that's what it needs. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, but uh, I think I do think I think the best part about this movie uh, was the very end of it. After all the credits are said and done, and they had the post credit scene. That was my favorite part. Um. So you're looking kinda, forward to next? Yeah, time? it's kind of it's kind of setting up where they're gonna go next, and it's kind of uh, I don't want to say too much. I don't want to. It's not really a spoiler, I guess. But they kind of set up some good Batman stuff, and I love me some Batman. And I think that's what's gonna carry this uh, franchise is the strength of Batman. And hopefully, with the direction they're taking this, Batman's gonna put everybody in a backpack and carry them to the finish line. Wow, I didn't. I didn't expect to hear that. Honestly, yeah. So. The po- post crediting was cool. It really set up. Uh, hopefully, a, a good, really cool Batman. Um, nice. I don't. I don't want to spoil anything, but I do want to. Do want to? If if you're a Batman fan, do you like Deathstroke? Ooh, because you're gonna oh. get Deathstroke. Oh, yes. Um, and I think the Flash is really cool in the movie too. So, I mean, he was the one bringing the humor, but he was kind of a yeah. cool character as well. I, mean, I I feel like The Flash is just that kind of person, though. I mean, th- I mean, I haven't watched the TV series. I don't know anything like that. But like him in the show, it was it was kind of a uh, he's like he's a superhero who doesn't really know how to be a superhero and doesn't like want to. He's kind of scared to do superhero kind of stuff. So it's kind of cool. To make sure that we have like the right uh, scale for people listening and and watching, is that like what's uh what makes this a seven? Like, is it the visuals? Like, is it the acting? I think directing? it's. I think it's. Um, I would say it's probably a mix of visuals and directing. Yeah. Okay, so you're saying the visuals really weren't or were, you know, high high end, but not the best. And you're saying like I mean, directing. When directing I say visuals, I mean like. I guess I'm thinking of more of the feel, not like graphic, not graphics wise. Cause I mean, I don't know. It's not, it's nothing like Marvel. So I don't know how to really, uh, describe it on that end, but like the pacing is odd. Um, you feel like there's a lot of wasted time. Like they go and do something. You're like, wow, that was a huge waste of time. They could have done something. There's a no lot context cooler. to that one or anything. Right. Yeah. There's no, okay. like something. Yeah. It's probably the writing and directing well, is what, 
Got it. And this is me speaking of like I haven't seen it, but from what I've heard, it's kind of like it's backstory, 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 and then like climax of the main plot. It 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 goes and does a little bit of like introduction for every single character, and you're like, okay, I know who Batman is. I've seen Batman vs Superman. Okay, I know who Superman is. I've seen Man of Steel. Okay, I know who Wonder Woman is. I've seen Wonder Woman already. Right. And then they do like a quick thing for Flash and a quick thing for Cyborg. You know, like, uh, okay. Do <laughs> <laughs> that they should have probably spent more time on because they don't have their own. They movie. should have done an origin movie for everybody and then, then done the Justice, League. the Justice League without doing any backstory in the beginning of the movie and yep. wasting everybody's time. I mean. That, that's what makes the most sense to me. And the villain felt very... I think the villain was kind of lackluster. I don't know. It wasn't as good as like the Avengers were... Well, there the must have been something good to get us at. What was the good out of it? I mean, it? It, it was definitely entertaining. It's fun to watch all the... Like your favorite DC superheroes beat people up. Gotcha. Like, okay. that's cool. I mean, it's very entertaining, but it's not the Avengers. Does the trailer show who the villain is? Yes, I think maybe really fast. Um, doesn't talk about it a whole lot. But the villain, I don't know, he's so lackluster. He's not a big villain. Who is it? His, it's, his name is Stefan Wolf. You've probably never even heard of him. Nope. Well, I mean, at least they didn't do someone big and get rid of him immediately. Right. But True. I mean, like, in the first Avengers, you have aliens coming out of the sky. True. And they're in the <laughs> middle of New York, and they're, like, fighting in New York. And this one is just, like... A really big, tall guy with an axe, and they punch him, and he's like, "Oh, I can take your punch," and then punches oh, you back. Wait. Yeah, yeah. He's so a, it's he's a Wonder Woman. He's from like, isn't he from Wonder Woman? Um, like, uh, he has a connection to all of them. But oh, okay. I'll watch yeah. it when it comes out on Redbox. I think it'll be yeah, it's fun, good. I mean, fun, it's a good, yeah. it's a good watch. It's just well, could have been, it could have been more. Now that I rem- now that you say that, like when. I remember thinking back, and he looked like in the trailer a lot like the villain from the Wonder Woman movie. In my he opinion. looks a lot like the villain from the Wonder Woman movie. <laughs> a lot like that. I, you're kind of like, I actually come on, thought man. it was the same guy in the trailer. Now that I come think on, back, man. I don't but like, <sighs> I don't want to ruin. It's, it's, like, it's all good. It's all good. I yeah. think we should. Move There's on a part. Like, a, we should move on. But uh, <laughs> there's a part that talks about like the history of the Earth or whatever, and it's really, really cool, and they could have done really cool stuff with it, and they don't. <laughs> so I'll leave it at that. <laughs> but, uh, it's, it's, okay, okay, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Netflix Punisher, really good. Uh, it's a good story about the military. It's got a lot of stuff about PTSD. I haven't finished it yet, but it's crazy good. Um, it's not family-friendly. Like some maybe some of the others the Finner shows have been, but this is very a lot of gore, a lot of people getting shot. I mean, it's the Punisher. Yeah, I don't think so, any of the defenders are family friendly. I mean, you're seeing people getting like their kneecaps shot off, their uh, heads get like Jeez. people uh, like people taking headshots and stuff. You don't see that in the other ones. You don't need to see people get punched well, and knocked I, out. I just think the <laughs> language, the vulgarity of all the shows, they're none of them are really family <laughs> friendly. That's this is true. This is true. <laughs> But uh, yeah, check that out. It's really cool. Um, the Avengers Affinity War trailer came out uh, today, early this That's morning, right. something yep. like that. Yep. Uh, that was really fun. That's really cool. 
the gang's all the gang's finally here. They've all finally united. Well, technically, I guess the Infinity War is much bigger. Like, in I don't know. I'm just reading yeah. this from the lore lore perspective, but there's pretty, a lot of other large. people that are left out. I'm sure, like X Men in general, the Fantastic well, I mean, Four this in is, general. This yeah. is part one. I mean, there is a part two. True, true. So, and speaking of, I kind of want to lead into that because I don't want to spoil the trailer because it's really cool. You should go watch it. Um, Disney is maybe trying to buy out 21st Century Fox, who owns the rest of the Marvel. Hmm. And if Disney, if this goes through and Disney's able to buy them, then we may have the X Men and the Fantastic Four in the Avengers world. Get it done, Disney. We, we want to see it <laughs> just for one movie. Just buy it out. Let's go. So, yeah, I mean, we've been talking like we've talked about, like, what happens after this? If everybody knows Thanos is going to be an Infinity War. What yeah. happens after the Avengers overcome this? What's next? Because he's pretty big. And, you know, may- maybe they go There's fight bigger. the X-Men. Maybe they go fight the X-Men. Why would they? I don't know. No, it has to be Galactus, <laughs> man. I mean, he is yeah, also that's what we a big about. baddie. Like, so, what, we shall see. Um, oh, look, wow. Jacob finally showed up to chat. But definitely the Infinity War trailer was good. I, I did see a lot of good things in that. Excited for it. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I guess we can. Uh, we're already at an hour, but I guess we can do a quick 20 questions if it's easy enough. <laughs> Yeah, it, it honestly should be should be easy. So, you guys got it. Uh, yeah, go right. for it. I, I'm ready for take, taking questions. Um, was is this was this game released before 2005? Yes. Was it released after 2000? No. So, okay, so it's before you said you you asked if it was after two thousand, right, Jared? Yeah, so it's before. Okay, all right. Was this a Nintendo? Uh, was this game on a Nintendo uh, console? Yes. It's very hesitant. <laughs> okay. So, okay, well, the original was not. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Actually, no, I, I take that back. It was not never released on um, Nintendo platform. I, oh, my apologies. Oh. My apologies. Okay. All right. So my that apologies. Some stuff out. I got confused. So, a it's, po- it's pre-2000, non-Nintendo. Correct. Not Nintendo. Pre-2000. Is it a platformer? It is not a platformer. Could I have walked into a video arcade and found this game at a cabinet? No. Not on a cabinet system. Okay. Alright. So it is a home console game that's not Nintendo and it's not a platformer. Correct. Okay. You're on the right track. Is it a PlayStation 1 game? 
It is a PlayStation One game. You you went from like every word to that one. That's pretty good. Narrowed it down <laughs> really quick. Okay. Was it a first person shooter? It was not a first person shooter. Not a platform. Okay. Hmm. Um. Is there is there a is this game a series? Is the game in a series? I no, it's not in a series. Well, so technically, how do I say this without giving it away? The original game is not part of a series, but the name is part of a series. Huh. Huh. I mean, there's there's two ways of thinking about it. Yes, it's part of a series, but the game itself can be standalone because the it carries the name. That's a really hard one. So, oh, okay, so it's like a series of games, but this game in general does not have a follow up. Does not have a follow up, right? Okay, okay, I got you, I got you. That might have been like the biggest hint of them all. Is it? Is it a Final Fantasy title? <laughs> yes, it's a Final <laughs> Fantasy title. <laughs> like it's, it's like, like that one right there. It kind of gave it away, but okay. Is it Final Fantasy Seven? No, it's not. It's <laughs> not. Let's see, what which Final Fantasies came out on PS One? There were seven. Um, I mean, all the way up to like. You nine, can just probably yeah, name them and get it. <laughs> what was it? Eight? No. Nine. Nope. Nine came out in 2000, I think. There's probably well, only one so... more left. <laughs> There's probably six. one more left. No, it's not six. I don't think six was released on, on PlayStation. No. Actually, it technically was in a bundle anthology, but it wasn't part of it. Yeah, their they're numbering is so weird. Yeah, I don't know much about... I guess it's... I, I mean, if it's not six, it's got to be... Uh... It's gotta be five, right? There's something you guys are missing. I don't. I think what? maybe you just keep going with questions. I'm surprised if you don't know this one, guys. I'm. I'm pretty surprised. I'm surprised you haven't gotten it yet. Honestly, uh, I, I'm not, now. I'm stumping you. Now I'm stumping you. This is good. This is good. Okay, maybe know. more dynamic I can't here. Think of a Final Fantasy that's not numbered. What? Really? I'm surprised. Not, not that. Not Come on, that, chat. Like, chat, help, help him out. Help him out, chat. Come nope. on. I, you guys gotta get. It. You guys gotta get it. Hmm. Or you can go with more, more questions. It's all good. I mean, you're only at like maybe ten. If I can consider. Well, I mean, the... I don't know how. I don't know how to even narrow it down even more. Like I know it's a Final Fantasy game. I just don't know which one. <laughs> I don't know how to narrow it down. Uh, Jacob I, said Final Fantasy Tactics. There you go. Right there. Jacob, okay. man. There I would you have go. never guessed that. You never played Final Fantasy Tactics? Nope. No. Never played I, Final Fantasy Tactics. I haven't played a lot of Final Fantasy games. Okay. I mean, in general, this game is different from any, every, any other Final Fantasy because it's a strategy oh, RPG. It's, it's like a fire. Uh, what's it called? It's, the uh, Fire Emblem? One, it's one of the, one of the, you know, originated not originators but like it's it's one of those strategy rpgs okay. and it's con one of considered in my opinion one of the best video games 
in it's all it's one of my top 10 video games of all time really right final fantasy tactics amazing huh. story amazing story uh, like crazy amounts of of uh of customized uh, you know custom abilities of of mixing classes together getting abilities um i played that game maybe three or four times through and i just every single time is is a really fun experience um i highly mm. recommend it if you have not if i played it it's on psp as well so i bought it on that so you may play, play it portable or you can download an emulator and get it you know i'm sure you can get it there hmm. it's one of those if, if anything you have any time to play any classic games i would consider that one of them to play if anything because if, if you like XCOM and everything like that or fire emblem that game was the the game that got me into that stuff. Hmm. But awesome, awesome guessing. I mean, I in, in, from the chat, of course. But uh, you were almost there. I mean, you got you got it. I thought it was a huge hint that it was like a, a series, but not a series. <laughs> so yeah, like that gave it away. Yeah. I was like, okay, it's got to be yeah. Final Fantasy X. They're the only one to do all this yeah. stuff and not have like direct sequels. Well, that's good that we got like uh, the twenty questions in as well with all the other stuff we got in. Yeah, didn't you build that, or you didn't give it away for me? I'll, you said that, and I was thinking like Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> 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 that is true. Like, it, well, it's technically part of a series. That doesn't start part of a series too. But like, can you consider? Can you really consider Final Fantasy one, two, three, four, five, six, all the way through a series? Like, that's I a mean, real yeah, question. They're all standard. It's a. It's a. So they don't. They don't. They don't continue, they don't, they don't story, continue right? a story. Yeah, or I, mean, as, I guess it's more like a franchise. Yes, than a series. yeah, I would say a franchise more. So, um, maybe when that if that question comes up again, something I would maybe say it's part of a franchise, not even like a series. I don't know. Interesting. It's interesting though. Interesting. Right. <clears throat> cool. Good stuff. Yeah, we had a, we could have guessed all night. I never would have said tactics. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's why we got chat, man. Good job, chat. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob's over here by googling Final Fantasy games. <laughs> uh, uh, anthology. Yeah, yeah. Collection. Yeah. Yep. Tactics. All right, that's it. There it is. That's it right there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, right, I guess that's gonna be it. Uh, I guess we need to sign off and stuff. So uh, go. I'll let, uh, go ahead, Andrew. Sign off cool all right everyone so this podcast you can listen to when when it's released it'll be on itunes it'll be on pocket cast it'll be on all all that good stuff but also on our website pixelpubgaming.com that's pixelpubgaming.com and has a lot of information regarding our community which is growing very fast we're hitting i would say tonight a thousand people on destiny 2 clans that's 10 that's 10 full clans guys um, people are coming into this clan and the community for a reason. Like people are enjoying the community of what we put out, and I highly recommend you guys just, you know, share share amongst us uh, or share amongst your friends. Uh, tell us, tell them about it, and uh, we'll game together, right? And you can find all the information there regarding our Destiny clans and our podcasts, as well as uh, our wild our wild guild, which is the Babylon Pajamas. And then you can find our information on the crew page as well. You know where where you can find us uh, on our PSNs or battle nets or something like that. So go there too. All right. Nice. And I'm Blaze. Um, as always, uh, if you don't check out the live stream of the podcast, um, we do it every Wednesday night. 
at around I don't know nine. Would you say uh, eight? Yeah, around eight, eight. fifteen ish. Um. Anyway, yeah, Wednesday nights. Uh, that Twitch name is TBMJ underscore Blaze. Um, if, and again, if you're looking to play WoW with us, uh, in the Pixel Club Discord, just message me on the Discord or add me on uh, the Blizzard app at Blaze hashtag one four seven three six. Or, to be honest, you can even get online, uh, search in the Who tab for the Bad Mamma Jammas while you're on Sargeras Alliance, and just message anyone. Anyone can invite you, and all the uh, information is in the guild information to find the link to the Pixel Pub Discord and things alike. Nice. And as always, I'm Apop, A-E-P-O-P. Um, we're up on, like Ender said, iTunes, up on the Pixel Pub Gaming website, and SoundCloud. So well, it should be available everywhere you want to hear it. And Twitch, because we go live. So <laughs> we're, we're everywhere. So just check it out, leave a like, follow, subscribe, um, do all that stuff on the, on the, anything you can do, do it. <laughs> It'll so, help, it help us out a lot. It'll help us out a lot. Helps a lot. But uh, and give us feedback too. Uh, WTN podcast at yahoo.com, uh, WT nerd pod, uh, podcast on Twitter, all that good stuff. Leave us some feedback. Uh, on Discord, email, any any of that good stuff. Just give us some feedback on the podcast. But uh, that's going to be it for this week. Uh, We'll talk to you guys later. See ya. See ya.